Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Thank you for watching the 700. everybody it's that time again matt connerton unleashed and we are live from the studios of wmnh 95.3 fm in glorious downtown manchester new hampshire also on comcast 97 if you're in manchester streaming everywhere at wmnhradio.org and on the facebook on the matt connerton unleashed facebook page and of course you can go to my website mattconnerton.com for all of your live streaming options social media links contact info show archives etc hello to our friends at raw talk online tomorrow radio and aow radio today is wednesday october 27 2021 and i'm not alone afternoon love Jenny is here at the news desk. I am present. I am ready to start worshiping the devil. Oh, my goodness. No, no. Not until Halloween. How dare you? What? Uh, that's uh, Halloween we do that. Boil, boil, toil, and trouble. Oh, that's, uh, wow, that's frightening. No? Well, you know, it's not Halloween yet. Please. So I mean, only on Halloween, right? Yes. Oh, that's not fair. Well, it's, uh, I want to do it every day. Well, it did. Some people do worship me. Well, that's okay. I don't think I don't think that's appropriate. It's not Why Halloween. Not? It's not Halloween. Close enough. No, oh is, no, there's a lot close. of freaky people out about. It is close. It's, it's just. <laughs> or is it just you, Maddie? You attract them all. It's just in a few days. And by the way, it's only uh, to be fair. You know, I did play that Pat Robertson clip. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, lots of uh, lots of people. Uh, who are Christians do celebrate Halloween and uh, have no issue with it. My father, who, uh, as you know, very devout Catholic, he loves Halloween. It's like well, his well, well, no, no, no. favorite time. That's that's your father's evil. Why? Because Pat said the Catholics sanctified it. Mm-hmm. Catholics approved of the Halloween. That's so true. that means the Catholics are the devil worshippers. Well, well, you know, I don't, don't know. Don't you get it? 
I don't know what denomination Pat is. I assume he's a... Uh, that guy what, is such a putz. What you would call an evangelical. I'll never forget this. I will never forget this. I was a teenager, and I watched Pat Robertson give... Uh, no, I was a young adult, I should say, in my 20s. And I was watching him give a, a spiel, and he was saying that if you got endometriosis, it was because you had promiscuity. You had premarital sex. He literally blamed the disease on premarital sex. Yes. Which, for your knowledge, is not even close to being accurate. Like, um, you're born with this crap. You get it. If you're going to get it, you get it. It's just the nature of genetics. But, of course, anything that these people can't understand must be the work of the devil. You know what's funny, though, about Pat <sighs> Robertson? And I, I always bring this up every time uh, every time Pat Robertson comes up on the show. That you know, you know how we say, you know, even a blind dog gets a bone once in a while, even a broken clock is right twice a day, etc. You know, like don't say uh, that man's right on anything. Like I always say, you know, Crazy Joe, even for all his faults, at least he's not an anti-vaxxer. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Just to give an example. True. Um, Pat Robertson. There's a couple things about Pat Robertson that he actually gets right. Pat Robertson is on record. I remember playing the clips on the show a few years ago. Um, Pat Robertson is not a creationist. He says the quote young earth Christians are naive and gullible and uh and Pat Robertson actually does believe in evolution. So he got he, Really? Yeah, yeah, he gets does that. Does he think that humans and dinosaurs were on the planet together? No. No. Really? He actually does wow. believe to his credit. No, no, no. But wait a minute. He totally buys the Adam and Eve and No, no, the, no. The... No, he does not. He, he doesn't think there was a friggin' you know, says, garden? He says the Old Testament, those are not those stories are not necessarily meant to be taken literally. So the which is how I was raised. So the fool doesn't believe that stuff, but he tells listeners in the instance right. that I brought up that um Well no, he, he, they're he, young ladies who get diagnosed with endometriosis must not be virgins and must have promiscuity sex, and Halloween yeah. is the the, the Satan's uh, well, holiday. Yeah. He believes a lot of crazy things. I'm just saying though, he's even crazy people can get is something his right. Earth can get something right once in a while. And you know the other thing, too? Pat what? Robertson has said once. I don't remember if I played this clip on the show, uh, but um, but it's kind of relevant to some of what we've been, uh, you know, embroiled in uh, recently around here. Uh, Pat Robertson actually said, someone wrote in, you know, because he takes these viewer questions. Someone wrote in asking about, is it a sin to be transgender? Are you going to hell if you're transgender? And Pat Robertson surprised me. He was like, "Well, I don't really, I don't really see how that's a sin against God to be transgender." It's like, "Wow, really? Yeah, he's not. Of all people, Pat Robertson is not transphobic. Is his Earth flat <laughs> or round? I assume his Earth is round. Really? Yeah. If he doesn't believe in creationism, he's not going to believe in, in flat Earth." Well, I'm surprised because a lot of the flat earthers. Yeah, well, a lot of his other ideas are completely out to lunch. I know. I'm just, I'm just making the point though. Even crazy people get one right once in a while. Even Pat Robertson. Yeah, whatever. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, I still don't like the guy. Not. Halloween is evil. I think he's retired now. I think he has stepped. That's an old clip I played. I think he it's is. The time uh, when the veil is thin yes. and the spirits arise. Oh well. Oh, my goodness. And you can do the Bobby Apple. Now, wait a minute. He was also advocating violence. What is with this hit stick thing? What huh? is with this hit hit things with a stick, he said? Where he said bobbing for apples and, and put a tail on a donkey. And then he said hit things with a stick. Oh, I, I, I missed He's that part. He's advocating violence. 
Well, hitting things isn't necessarily... I do. Well, what are the things? But the bobbing for apples is really... I've never done that in my life, and I've never wanted to. That seems so disgusting to me, bobbing for apples. Go bite an apple somebody else bit? And especially not in the COVID era. Oh, but, no, uh, no, not that, so much. That is uh, definitely not something to be doing. But uh, that's never, the idea of doing that is so gross to me. Why Why would anyone do that? I never thought a birthday candle was gross, and now I do. Why? Because I don't want somebody to oh. breathe well, all you, over. Yeah, well, yeah. Ooh, you blow it out. Ooh, you don't want somebody's droplets. Spittle going all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want your spittle cake. No, that's, yeah, no. Good, good point. No spittle cakes for me. Good point. Good point. Well, uh, I do want to remind you all that we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot. Those of you watching online and on Comcast 97, you can see I've got my Hopknot shirt. Uh, they are uh, back open, of course. Uh, and uh, tonight is, um, what is, oh, no, I'm sorry. Tomorrow night is Trivia Night with the great Bill Cini, uh, who you can hear Wednesdays on the morning show. But Thursday nights, he's at uh, the Hopknot for Trivia Night. Make sure you make your reservations. It's a very... A popular feature there, and they've got something else coming up. Is you wanted yeah, to mention? Yeah, yeah, they do on uh, Saturday, November sixth, from ten p.m. to midnight. This is a twenty-one plus show only. There will be a gender blender drag show. <laughs> November sixth, ten to midnight. Again, twenty-one plus. We are here. We are queer, and we are gonna get weird. Wow, I like that. Although not everyone who uh, who dresses up uh, is necessarily uh, uh, gay. True. That's a, that's a mis- that's something that, that people uh, misunderstand. People assume that. Do we use the word transvestite anymore? I don't think. I'm not so. sure. I'm, I feel like we don't. I don't know. But but when I say the word, I'm not I'm just, as woke as you. I'm just referring to so- someone who's not trans, but they just you know a, a man who likes to dress up in women's clothing. And, you know, people assume that they're that they must be gay. But actually, no, from what I understand, statistically, they're not. They just they're just dudes who like wearing women's clothing occasionally. And, you know, they make better looking women than women sometimes. I got to tell you, I mean, I've seen a few put me to shame. Like, ah, no, you look gorgeous. Well, teach me how to do your makeup, man. (laughs) I stink. Seriously. Some Mm. of these people are really, really good. Mm. You ever seen like the ones that do? They take on the persona of like a famous starlet or something like Marilyn Monroe and they sing happy birthday or they'll do like. uh, Oh, like Charles Richardson uh, sang to me yesterday. Happy birthday. Like Marilyn. Oh, that's right. It was the Marilyn Monroe version. Mm -hmm. Yes. I hadn't put that together. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yesterday you got older. Mm. Well, every day we get older. This is it, man. Every minute of every day we get older. I know. That's just uh, how it goes. But we have a call, our first call of the show today. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Tony D. Is it all right, is it all right to bring, bring something up? Hey, Tony D. Yes, how are you? So, I'm good. So, as if you know where I work, you know. I'm just going to put it like that. Yeah. Um, they are mandating now the vaccine. So that means for like 326,000 employees across the country are being mandated from the company now to get the vaccine or you have no job. So is it, let me ask you though, is it, is it you absolutely have to get vaccinated or is there an option? Absolutely. You absolutely have to be vaccinated. First it was, you had to get weekly tested. Yeah the job and they did it on site at the job mm-hmm. now it's strictly mandated wow i'm not surprised the vaccine or no job i'm not so surprised if you know where i work 
there's going to be a lot of job openings because it did not go over well with the union today. <laughs> now, how do you feel about it? Because I know you're vaxxed, so you're you're all set. I mean, uh, but but yeah. what but what are your what are your feelings about it? <sighs> See, I don't think you should dangle someone's livelihood in front of them. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't. I guess I don't agree yeah. with 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 it because there are guys that I do know that are strictly against it who do have like three kids mm-hmm. and make a really really good salary. Yeah, and I don't know if they're going to be giving that up. Like they're they're trying to fight it. Yeah, it's it's union or not, it's not going to work. It's the company policy now like they're they're including it like into the handbook okay so, along with other things that are health related that are already in your handbook though yeah true right, right? so there mm-hmm. are other health requirements you have to maintain in order to work there it's a private right. business you don't like it go work somewhere else i have to say i don't feel sorry for anybody who wants to stomp their feet and quite frankly anybody who has children and is running those risks, I, 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 I question their parental abilities. Yeah, I mean, ultimately... I'm a firm believer in the vaccinations that we have in our lives. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's, you know... I just don't want to... I just don't want to see... See, this is where it gets a little complicated. Yeah. I just don't want to see being shorthanded and my hours start getting crazy. And, like, yeah, it's nice to have more income. That'll be temporary, though. It'll stop. It'll be temporary, and then it'll 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 even itself out. These well, people like, are going to end like up all working together in a company, or they're going to end up having to suck it up out of cup and and stick up into the OSHA regulations and other healthcare regulations that are upon employers. And there's a liability here too for companies. If you're not mandating like, and you have a breakout, are you liable? Like I step in. To the meeting that they were having this afternoon. Again, I'm fully back, so like you know, it doesn't really right pertain to me. It doesn't pertain to me, but I wanted to hear what others were saying. There was like, I think like 60 other drivers that were in this meeting, and that was 60 people that are not vaccinated were in this meeting. And um, the big, the big, the big hurdle with this is, is that we could possibly lose 60 people at our branch because the way that it sounded, it sounded as if they were like strictly like trying to fight this and they weren't going to get it. And uh, the one guy that I talked to, who's been there for 25 years. I mean, yeah, move out of the way in seniority. I'll move all the way up. I mean, that's no mm. problem. That, that'll be good for me. Um, but to do this, Right before our busy time of the year, this holiday rush. That is rough. Um, I wonder. Rough. I wonder how many because there's an there's an uptick of this. So I do wonder how many companies' malpractice insurance has had something to say, especially in the healthcare industry, about whether or not they're man- mandating and what their legal requirements or what they could be held liable for. It's a good point. You know, like, if, if you're an employer, some... especially in healthcare, and you knowingly put somebody in a situation that puts them at risk and they out- subsequently get it, 
bring it home, kill their kid. Is that a lawsuit? It's a really good point. Is that an outbreak in that this, that business and 30 people get it and 10 die or five die? I mean, there's liability issues there. Yeah, that's that's true. And there are OSHA regulations to consider as well, because in healthcare there are certain inoculations that are required. I never worked for a healthcare provider that didn't require me to turn in a vaccine schedule. Never. In fact, when I worked in the ER, I had to get additional vaccinations. Well, we have we have certain places like this started happened. You kind of saw the tread um, about two months ago when certain logistical sites that we deliver to were saying that whatever driver comes here has to show us his vaccination card and we need to make a copy of it. Oh. So this way you do it one time right. and it's one time and done. And then that driver. So then they started splitting up. They started splitting up routes where like I was going to places that I normally don't go to because I'm vaccinated oh. and yeah. other drivers weren't going there because that was the company that you're delivering to. That's their policy. Right. They don't want so, people in their building who aren't vaxxed. And do you guys do private as well as public businesses? Do you private homes or private? We have three divisions. We have three divisions. We so, do acute. We yep. do hospitals. Yep. And then we do home care. So that's another whole avenue right there. You're going to go in and out of somebody's private home. Are you vaccinated or not vaccinated as a healthcare provider? I know the nurse that comes to my house and does my port every month. She's vaccinated. I know she's vaccinated. And she had to get vaccinated. Yeah, to, to clarify for people, Tony, you, you're delivering medical su- supplies, correct? I, correct. Yeah. So the caveat of that being yeah. these medical supplies are going to medical facilities, and the medical hospitals, and like private the, homes where people need supplies delivered. The reason why I say like this is like our busy time, because once the colder weather hits, these people start doing home care instead mm. of going and getting on you know, buses and stuff like that to go to acute units. Yep. So the home care starts ramping up. So our home care division starts picking up like tremendously. Like it's, it goes from like 15 during the summer a day to like 32. You might go so, through a period of time where you're a little bit short, but is that better in the long run than ending up short because I, you've got I an mean, outbreak in your company? I don't want, I don't want the hours. That's just me. But I don't want the, the comparison is what I'm giving you, though. The alternatives are the worst case scenario. They don't mandate. You have an outbreak in your company. Drivers and people are all out because they've got it. Maybe they've spread it. Now they've got patients. They got to, you know, tra- co- contact trace down from your drivers. You see where I'm going with this? It may. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, no, I mean, I that totally could be way like, worse. Okay. <laughs> way worse. I totally. I totally stepped in that meeting today to get an idea of how many people were going to be in it, yeah. to get an idea of how many people are possibly not going to be there. And when I saw the room was packed, I was like, this isn't good. I was like, <laughs> this isn't good. And I was like this. I mean, you can obviously tell that the people that were sitting in the room were not vaccinated because they were fighting yeah. against, you know, we're, we're a union company, a strong union, but the union has no say in this they have say in like seniority and yep. they have say in our salaries and our our health insurance they have say in enhancing say safety but policy. not in decreasing it yeah they yeah. can so, fight to enhance safety but they can't fight on the opposite side yeah so it's going to be interesting what happens in mm-hmm. the next two weeks 
you'll have diehards, but you're gonna have some people that are gonna be like, I need my job, and they're gonna they're gonna stay, they're gonna get vaccinated, and they'll probably work for another twenty years with the company. Yeah, I mean, are, yeah. are you able to? Is there any kind of a gauge, Tony, on how many people we're, we're talking about, or, or do you do you have any idea? I mean, just by the room and just by the conversation, because I was standing up in the room when I went in there this afternoon. That's how packed the room was. There's no seats available. Yeah. Um, there was there was a good 60, 65 people that worked there that were commenting. I think I stayed for maybe an hour, and I and I, and I was just staying there just to get an idea of where they were going with this because I I, I just wanted to be prepared to you know tell my wife like look it's gone. <laughs> my PDs and I'm getting up, coming home, eating, going to sleep, getting up, coming home, eating, going to sleep, and like that's it. Like because uh, it's, I mean, we're we're busy as it is mm-hmm. with a full crew, and to be down, you know, like sixty trucks or sixty employees or but out of how it, many? And it goes across, it goes across the board because it goes through, it goes through manufacturing, it goes through. Mm. It goes through um, uh, lo- loaders and it goes through drivers that this whole thing is being pushed through the whole entire company. So if you're down on manufacturing and you're down on loaders, then it's going to take forever for us to get out to do our job. So that's like you know X amount of time sitting there waiting for your truck to be loaded so you can go and do your do your mm. run. Yeah. Um, there's just so much that is in play with doing this that I had to sit there and listen to see like how many people were obviously going to be against this. And it wasn't, I, I, I guess I was surprised this afternoon to see as many people in the room as possible. Yeah. Um, I was expecting maybe like 15, 20 people, but when I saw the room was packed, I'm not surprised. Room, I, I was like, this is like, I was like, this is a good, I was like, this, 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 this isn't good for the company because, you know they hit us. They they hit us with it, and for the ones that are vaccinated, it doesn't pertain to us. It's just mm-hmm. that our job is going to get a lot more intense. Like it's just going to be stressful. It's going to be very stressful. I mean, it's a stressful, it's a stressful environment to begin with. When you go to home patients and they really need their stuff, and you're climbing up two flights of stairs to deliver their stuff because they're bed bound and you got to get into their bedroom. It's already stressful enough dealing with that to, to do that 32 times a day. Mm. You know, it's a lot of wear and tear on the body and it's like, you know, man, no offense like, hon, but I'd rather see you guys doing that than a bunch of un- uh, unvaccinated people running around to these people's homes. who are so vulnerable and, and so at risk, you know, like the bed bound yeah. person, they get COVID because somebody brought it to them. But when you talk about, you, you said 60 to 65 people out of how many, Tony? I think our facility, when it comes to everyone, you can't quote me on I think there's like 230 employees between all three shifts. Okay, so I'm not good at math, but that's that's what, maybe 30%, 25 to 30%. That's yeah, a lot of people. Like I don't think they'll end up with that, though. That Just because that many show up at a meeting doesn't True. mean they're all willing to walk away from their jobs. True. Not everybody's going to be willing just, to do that. That was yeah. just the day shift. The diehards are going to be a much smaller number. Mm. Yeah, that was just the day shift that I saw there. A lot of the, the guys and gals that were there were all day shift. Yeah. So. I mean, hopefully some, so, some, hopefully some of those people are not hardcore anti-vaxxers, but maybe some of them are on the fence about it, and this will be what pushes them to finally get vaccinated, hopefully. But it is a, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing. It's a tough situation, no doubt, no doubt. It's, it's a good job. 
a good job. I mean, it, I mean, it, it's a really, really good life mm-hmm. uh, that they offer you there. I mean, I've never, knock on wood, I've never struggled working at my company. I've always been above that. I've always been above water, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a really good company. I've been there a long time, but just to see this unfold, it was a tad bit shocking. I uh, yeah. <laughs> didn't expect, I mean, again, it doesn't, it doesn't pertain to me because I did what I was supposed to do along with my family. Mm-hmm. But like, it was just shocking to see how many people were in that room fighting it. And, and like the hands were raising and that was just telling me that you're not vaccinated. You're not vaccinated. You know, mm-hmm. All you people yeah. are not vaccinated. And, you know, yeah. it's just like, I, I don't know. It was just, caught me by surprise today that they they issued that and then they automatically instantly and and the funny thing was no one even called me while i was on the road today yeah like no one no no one called me because they knew i was vaccinated but they were all having like personal calls like with (laughs) each other on the road today like three-way calls like discussing how they were on approaches with the union yeah and I was like, and then when I got there, I was like, the union has nothing to do with this. Yeah. yeah. This is going, this is OSHA, baby. This is OSHA. This is job in, employment safety. Yeah. And liability, especially with patients. Yeah. And if you're going into my you granny's can, house with something, I want you vaccinated and safe when you're going into her house. I don't want you caught nothing around in there. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And yeah. then I got to, I, on my lunch break, I got to watch, uh, that video from that so-called person today <laughs> found that. yeah that was entertainment that. seems like they're going through a uh serious uh health crisis that they're not getting addressed and uh yeah seriously seriously like like get over yourself <laughs> get over yourself like you you admit it to everything so and then to sit there and say that uh, you're distancing yourself from that station as they were calling it uh-huh. you're not because you were obviously here yesterday listening to all the rhetoric and uh-huh. you know you were listening so you're still here yep and you know you're not going nowhere so you know yep 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 exactly so I, I found that in there seen that, that one before very non-educational <laughs> yeah. but entertaining nonetheless it was a little entertaining, I guess. I guess. Well, so. if you keep up, with anyway, the that's what I wanted turns, to call it's you. All with. back and forth. Let you know. All right, Tony. Let you know. Yeah, keep <laughs> us uh, keep us posted on what's happening there. Very interesting developments. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna be interesting in the next two weeks. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, my friend. All right, Matt. <laughs> Stay healthy. Right, Matt, be good. All right, you got it, man. Take care. All right, that's uh, Tony D from Philly, and uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, a lot of I know a lot of Especially companies in the healthcare industry. A lot of companies are you know saying you know get vaxxed or you know you can test uh, on a weekly basis or every few days or whatever it is. But yeah, if anything healthcare related, and I support that. You know, I support that. There are some that. that will support taking a titer, which is getting your blood drawn to see if you've already had it and you had a titer. But even still, vaccination is showing a much higher protection. So. I can't blame employers for mandating it. We had a look, yeah. one of the um, bigger hospitals here in our state mandated it, and 99% of their employees are still there. They yeah. lost, they literally lost 1%. Yep. Yep. And they're fine with that. There are other people that would love to have those jobs and the seniority involved. There you go. If you, I mean, and again, I'm going to go back to my libertarianism and say uh, private industry, private business, they get to say and do what they want to do. 
no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service, and no vax, no job. Well, hey, that's how it goes. You know, it, this is, there are a lot of jobs in this world that you have to follow certain health requirements in mm-hmm. order to stay employed. Yep. If you do not stay with those health employments, or in a lot of jobs, there's a lot of, I don't when, talk to anybody in the medical field, how many licenses or certifications they have to carry to keep their job. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Oh, yeah. Not just their personal body, but everything else. There's so much they have to keep up with. Of course. And that's a requirement. And if you don't want to play in that pool, then you get a job somewhere else. Yep, exactly. But your employer doesn't have to be forced to employ you. Right, right, exactly. It's called, uh, you know, a lot of libertarians and conservatives like to use the phrase right of free association. So uh, your employer has a right to make whatever rules they want to make. And you have a right to not want to work there anymore. And that's... uh, that's totally up to you. And in fairness, these employers aren't, um, th- I'm, I would be willing to bet you, these employers aren't doing it because they feel like it. Mm-hmm. They're doing it because that's what they're being told by their insurance agents, for yep. their for, for uh, their workers' comp insurance, right. to make their OSHA guidelines. There's, there's a lot of things that work safety has to have. Yes. And a lot of employers, I'm sure, are are, are worrying about that. Seriously, what happens to an employer after the fact, now that we all know this, we know what to do, if there's an outbreak in an employer that does not remandate, are they liable for that outbreak? We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Oh, all right. Wow, very excited. But seriously, like, phantom. could somebody potentially be held liable for an outbreak if they failed to mandate? Yeah. Or follow recommended guidelines? Yeah, no, that's a, a great uh, point. Absolutely. So then let's, let's add a little to that pudding. They take it home to their kid mm-hmm. who has leukemia mm-hmm. and they kill their kid. Are you liable? Are you the employer liable that you set that up, that Petri dish, and your employee brought it home and killed their own kid? We have a call. I'm going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, 
I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Okay. Oh. I want you to get up now right now. Get up. Go to your windows. Open them and stick your head out and yell. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many questions is this You ever so see, uh, have you seen Network? Uh, I have, but you know, yeah. but I really do wonder because we're in the, we're we're getting into it. We're going into a, a place here now where where we all know about COVID. We know what we should do to protect each other. We know about mask wearing and all of this. We know vaccines. We know vaccines prevent disease and death. Now it's a fact. So then, does that increase the liabilities for employers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then aren't they held to that standard? Could in fact then somebody be sued? Should a breakout occur at their employment because they don't practice social distancing, they don't require masks, they don't require vaccines, they don't require testing. I mean, I could see that definitely happening. Absolutely. I know, right? Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. I know. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how this rolls out. And I wonder if the push is happening now because we're towards the end of the year, you know, policies renew January 1st. Mm-hmm. So could that be a role, a player in this role that next year there's more liability? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to think that insurance companies are going to hold their insurers far more liable with the with the knowledge that we have now. Yes. In the beginning, we didn't have that. Uh, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, a great call from Tony D. That does open up the line for you. It's a good conversation. It absolutely. really is. 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton. Or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. We'll say hello to everybody in there in a moment. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is give us a call at 603 603- Three two five zero six zero zero seven. And uh, let's see, we will uh, say hello to everybody in the chat. Lots of people in uh, there. Jenny, I see you're in there. Hello. I'm everywhere. Texas Mike is in the chat room and says, excited to see AEW live tonight in Boston. Oh, very good. Oh, I didn't know that was going on. Very good. Yeah, I didn't you're have to fill us in. Yeah, I didn't know they were in Boston tonight either. And tell me which ones are the good matches to watch. Mm. Uh, Eric Pilcher joins us in the chat. Eric from the great state of Iowa and says, "Good afternoon, everybody." Uh, by the way, Eric, uh, I'm not. I won't make a formal announcement about it until Eric gives me the uh, the go ahead. But uh, he might be uh, contributing something on a weekly basis don't, to our program. Don't lift the veil. I'll too just much. I'll just say yes, that. Yes. I'll just say that. Very excited about that. Uh, we love Eric. Uh, Wayne Noel, all the way from Michigan, joins us in the chat and says, "Afternoon, all." Melanie La Liberty from the great state of Vermont says, "It is spooky time." Yes. Yes. Mike Pelopita joins us in the chat. Satan. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know about that. Mike Pelopita from uh, Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall joins us and says, Hi, Matt. Hi, Jenny. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Melanie La Liberty says, 
Uh, this is referring, I think, to the uh, Pat Robertson clip that I played at the top of the show. Devil's holiday, but come to church and drink this blood and eat this cracker. Oops, I mean, uh, drink the flesh of dead guy. Well, I, that's... Uh, no, no, it's eat the flesh well, of dead guy, drink the blood right. of dead guy. Come on, people. I never did that uh, growing up. I mean, I'd go up and get communion. But yeah, I, that means you did it. But well, but I never drank the wine. No, nah, when the priest holds it up, man, that turns I, into blood I and, never, it, and uh, the juice does too. Never drank the wine. They made it PC with the juice. Uh, Texas Mike says yeah. it's a, a great card uh, tonight for AEW. Very nice. Um, Eric says, I might have to leave on that devil worshiping. Eric is a, a Christian, of course. Um, <laughs> Satan. Texas Mike says, uh, oh, he put the card for Dynamite next Wednesday? Okay. Huh? In the chat, the the lineup, but it, he said it's for next Wednesday. Oh, I'm confused. I'm all, no, I thought it was tonight. I think it's tonight, but the that I don't know. I'm I'm a little confused uh, there. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Shiny. Er- Eric says Pat Robertson picks and chooses what he believes from the Bible. Well, and which one will get him more money? As do uh, a lot of folks. Um, Send in your contribution to save his soul. And he says uh, that uh, the uh, he supported Jim and uh, Tammy Baker as well. <laughs> Chris Rose uh, from Massachusetts is in the chat room. Hello, Chris. Uh, Tom Blanchard also joins us. Tom says, I'm with you, Jenny. I think that's referring to the uh, discussion about vaccines and mandates. Yep. Uh, Melanie says, nursing homes are forced to be shorthanded when a staff contracts, when a staff member contracts COVID in the community because of people who are not vaccinating and supporting the spread. Yep. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, that's a great point. And that reinforces what you were saying. You know, you're, you, you can say, well, you, you're going to have, you're going to be shorthanded if you're forcing people to get, you know, if you're telling people they have to get vaccinated to work there and some people won't do it. And so they quit. Now you're shorthanded, but you also end up shorthanded if you have a, a spread, Worse. if you have an outbreak of COVID in your workplace, and now you've got a whole bunch of people who have to sit out because... Risk-benefit uh, analysis, anyone? Exactly. You I mean, seriously, if you yeah. have one employee out because they're sick, that's one employee out because they're sick. Yeah. But if they start a, an outbreak yeah. and you got, you know, 20, 30 people infected. Yeah. You know, it's some, It's just, it's not going to work. You, you, you have an outbreak. Now, it's not only just the people you're losing were sick. The people that get sick, how many of them could die? I mean, real right. death here, people. Right. This is not okay. Right. There's a, there's a reason why people stricken with flu shouldn't go to work or don't go to work in nursing homes. I remember years ago when I was in the 1990s and I worked in a nursing home, we had a flu outbreak and the staff was sick. The patients were sick. But in the patients, that flu virus turned into a pneumonia and we were losing patients Left and right. I'll never forget. My girlfriend was the only RN on one night, and I was her aide. And she had to no lie walk around and um, had to pronounce, I think, five or six people dead in one eight-hour shift Mm -hmm. in a nursing home, which is unheard of to lose that many patients. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But they they were all sick with this pneumonia they developed from this flu virus that we that that had come around. Mm -hmm. So this now COVID is more contagious and more deadly, far more deadly. So put thing, put, putting that into perspective, I don't blame any employer that wants to say, yeah, I want a safe work environment. 
Oh, Texas Mike clarifies that uh, that post was from Saturday night. So that is the card oh. uh, for tonight's uh, uh, Dynamite live from Boston. Well, be safe and have a wonderful time. I'm sure that'll be a nice stories to tell probably. Ooh, Bobby Fish versus CM Punk. I want to see that match. I don't think I know Bobby Fish. Yeah, he was in NXT. They released him. He's an older guy. They're trying to get rid of the older guys from NXT. He's, I think he's 44, but he's in amazing shape, and he's fantastic in the ring. I definitely want to see that. I like watching CM Punk anyway. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, right? Uh, Tom Blanchard uh, said, uh, it's simple. Just get vaccinated. Yep. Eric Street agrees. Yep. Easy peasy. Uh, Christian Lacoste, also known as DJ Reckless, is posting in the chat room uh, some things we're not going to get into the specifics of here. But uh, let's just say he's pretty upset that a certain someone uh, has been uh, trying to come after people's jobs, which is a very, very low thing to do. I agree with you, Christian. Absolutely. Very low. Um, let's see. Was Michael <laughs> Mikey's birthday wasn't today? Was it? I have no idea. Who turned 45 today? I don't like know. Like he said, happy birthday. I don't know. Birthday was today. Who? CM Punk? Maybe? I don't know. Is he 45? I don't think so. Is he older or younger? Oh, he must be uh, referring to Bobby Fish. Oh. Bobby Fish is 45. Yeah, that is older for a, a wrestler. Uh, Nemi Jones uh, says she will lose, referring to the person Christian was talking about. Eric Pilcher says she emailed my job. I assume it was her anyway. Yeah, pretty safe bet. Tony D. One can uh, easily tell when one sees all lowercase, no punctuation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 250 words. Yeah. And it's contradictory. Well, people people, uh, tend to write the same way they speak. (laughs) I am a big mouth, and I use punctuation. Yes. I take pauses. Scott Robinson says, uh, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Where is Easy? Well, Easy G. Mm -hmm. So far, he announced his retirement, and so far, he has kept to it. I think he should come back. Well, we challenge Mikey. Well, we we tried to lure him in. He was the Texas champ. Easy should come in and challenge him. Hmm. Challenge. Well, he is retired, and so far he's sticking with it. That'll probably last at least another week or two. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. got an urge. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> That's mm. an inside joke if you don't know what it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's see. Nemi Jones, I think I mentioned, is in there. Hi, Nemi. Very good. Very I'm good. I'm looking forward to having coffee with you sometime soon. Uh, and, uh, by the way, uh, yesterday I was talking on the show about, I did get my booster shot yesterday of the Pfizer vaccine and sure enough after the show. So it took me, it took me a while to get out of here last night because, um, it, it just, just like with the, uh, before it started to really hit me, it started to hit me, um, toward the end of the show. And then I had to kind of just sit in this chair for a little while before I could find the energy to get up and go home. So that's Which is the, unusual for you because yeah. you're an uh, odd the time go guy. That's the, uh, yeah, that, that seems to be Seven the, days a week. the side effect that I experience is I have to go home and lie down after, but well worth it. Well worth it. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? If Joe Biden and his crazy Democrat. So like, that? You were out for probably 12 hours straight. Yeah. I went in and put a little blankie over you. Mm-hmm. You didn't even stir. Yeah. 
You are out cold. Down for the count. Well, the first shot back in April, that one actually took, that one took a couple of days to hit me. Tell the truth. This was all about rebooting your brain. Now the chip's installed. How's it feeling? How's it going? I've been fantasizing a lot about communism. Is that what it is? uh, And George Soros and Bill Gates. Does it tell you to restart often? Uh, Just curious. Is it like Windows? Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Am I required to answer your questions? Yes, you must comply. <laughs> Take okay, me to well, your leader. You. Well, have you figured out who I am? Well, you sound metallic today. A little bit. It's the connection. Yeah, he sounds. Uh, D- Dave Ridley, are you using auto tune? Have you turned into a data? Wow. It's crazy. Data now. Maybe, maybe he's. Uh, did the vaccine do that? Are you vaccinated, Dave Ridley, or do you want to discuss that? Now, there's one where I could say, "Am I required to answer your question?" <laughs> you are not required, but I. Are thought you I'd, willing to share? But I thought I would ask your status. I'm willing to share what I called in about. If you're willing for me to change the subject. In other uh, words, you're not vaccinated. That's like that's the standard we know now. Go ahead. What do you I want think, now? I, what ah, just let him get it over with now. I ain't got I nothing. think he is. I I, I respect his uh, privacy. Everybody but... that goes there is all no, uh, no. no I'm now. I think Dave is vaccinated. Not taking your shot. Dave believes there in science. There is a case to be made for not telling someone if you get vaccinated. As I understand it, maybe not a super strong case, but mm. my doctor told me that there actually have been some. There had been some, like, I guess you're saying Exxon, I don't know the exact details, something like Exxon was not insured, like doing something to mess with the insurance of people who got the vaccine, of its employees who got the vaccine. But I mean, but I haven't heard a whole lot of that. It's just, it's That's more than bogus. That That's a bogus red heron to get people, you know, itsy because everything about government says tell your employee to vaccinate. All the OSHA regulations, FDA, you name it, they all have the same. Dave has Protections. Dave has given us a clue. A clue? He had a conversation about this with his doctor. <gasps> That's right. He did say the D I, word. He said the D word. I think. He I, might be vaccinated. I think, Dave Ridley, I think you're vaccinated. If Anything's you're, possible. I will say I'm certainly open-minded about the uh, nature of the, vac- of, the, of the vaccine's effectiveness. I've done a lot of research and tried to be as informed as I can and Good for you. But anyway, hmm. um, what'd you call in about? Uh, I have, I, ha- I have uh, an update on this gift that keeps on giving the uh, the executive council meeting uh, of mid October. But by the way, it's good to see you back, Jen. I hadn't I hadn't heard you on for a while. I was starting to worry maybe you were homebound or something. So oh. I'm glad you're. Oh well, thank you for your okay concern. To be on the show, I'm a walking um, miracle. So they yeah, say. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, oh. But anyway, uh, yeah. So there's been yet another arrest, another yet another arrest, apparently connected to that uh, stormy uh, meeting on uh, roughly October 15th. I don't know the exact date. Do I what know who it is? Executive, the uh, <laughs> uh, uh, governor and executive council in Concord at a police uh, facility. Yes, they met at a police facility for some reason. Um, and uh, so that yeah, Frank Staples, I think is his real name. He goes by the nickname Footloose was arrested in court uh, <laughs> about six days ago uh, in connection with that executive council meeting. I think he was arrested for having been at the meeting in violation of bail conditions, allegedly. Does that make sense? 
So he has a previous criminal history for which he has run afoul of showing up at this meeting and creating a scene that stopped democracy dead in its tracks. All righty, I'm with you. Keep going. So so the uh, the previous criminal history you're referring to was that he was ticketed uh, at for trying to protest near the governor's house. Oh, is this in, the one that was in his backyard with a gun on his hip? I don't know. I don't know. If it's it that, Putz, good. Glad he's in jail. Sounds like that person you're referring to is on private property. This arrest, as I understand it, was on public property on a right-of-way, which could be legally challenging, mm. just because normally you're not supposed to be able to arrest someone for being on a right-of-way. Are you saying in sense? front of his house? On the street in front of his house? The street that he paid for in front of his house. Yeah, still not going to feel bad about that. No, still still not with you there. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's good. It's fortunate for you because you don't have to actually pay Frank Staples' salary. You have to pay the governor's salary and everything that he did, no matter how much you might like the governor. And no matter how much I might dislike the governor, I still don't want his children and his wife being harassed at home. Go figure. Yeah, well, you know, it's edgy, but uh, there are legal... You edgy? Know, That's uh, not edgy. Edgy is creating a new art form. Legal questions, legal questions regarding the idea of whether you can make a town ordinance that forbids people from protesting uh, in a residential area. That I think blocks we should. Off a lot of, it blocks off a lot of areas uh, to speech. Now, what happens if you just happen to be walking back from a demonstration somewhere else and you walk through a residential area? with a sign in your hand, what's the, what, what's the danger that this precedent sets? I, get, I can see where you're going there. I get the point. I have, I, I, I got to tell you, I have mixed feelings about this whole aspect. Well, you know what? In he, front he of the got, house. He got me thinking just now. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump on his side for a moment here. I don't disagree with anybody who is picketing outside the laundry family's home. Right yelling at them to tell the truth or come forward before Gabby's body was even found. If I support that, then don't I have to support you walking through my residential area with a sign? But I draw a line of distinction between making, taking away somebody's ability to enjoy their home, like that you're in their backyard and you're right. I, I don't, and that's not okay. There's a line, but you have a point when you say, what could happen if it goes too far if you're walking through somebody's yard or somebody's neighborhood back to your car, say, with a protest sign? Jen and I were carrying protest signs from a parking area that we parked at down in Portsmouth when we went to the Women's March to oh, protest. Trudy, you and Trudy? You and Trudy. Me yeah. and Trudy. Who did I say? You said you and Jen. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Trudy and I went there. Yeah. So I got to say, Dave, you got a point when it comes to that. Yeah. But how do we make sure that somebody like the governor's kids aren't getting dragged into the politics in their own home? Yeah. How I'm, do we protect that? Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that. But I also I also take your point, though, Dave, which is why I, I have very mixed feelings. Well, your uh, home is your this. castle in the state of New Hampshire. So it goes even further. Yeah. It's in our Constitution. We have, you know, so well, this castle you know, my, doctrine my in the Constitution that's even further. Mm. You know, someday if I'm actually important enough for anyone to demonstrate in front of my house, like, you know, the, the default plan is to, you know, have something to bring them to keep them well watered and fed if they wish or uh, offer them a <laughs> beer or whatnot. Um, that's, you know, and then maybe get a video, free video out of it. I, I don't no think offense, I would, Dave, but I think you're very, saying that because you're not a dad. 
I think if you were a dad right. and you had a couple of daughters in the house, underage, and craziness going on like that, you wouldn't be quite so, I'll make you a sandwich that's, and bring you a glass of milk. That's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, you, that's true. You might feel differently about it if you had kids in the house with you, Dave. Yeah, and of course, you know, who knows what the exact circumstances will be if and when something like that ever happens. I may not be able to Are you to trying to that, get but, it to happen? Um, but the important thing is, again, whatever I'm doing, I'm not making you pay for it. The governor made you pay for 30 cops to arrest these nine, or to ticket these nine people nah, back nah, in December. Nah, nah. Which, Come on, which red led, herring. Which led to... Come which on! Led to a series, which led to a series of uh, other events that you're having to pay for in court. You mean the people getting arrested for being abusive and disrupting democracy? Yeah, that happens. But I also pay the court fees to put the guy who raped somebody on trial, too. It's the nature of our society that I have to be willing to get rid of the nasty ones or put them into some kind of punishment to tell them they can't behave like that in society. You want to behave like that, go find an island somewhere. There's a saying, by their grievances shall you know them. If your grievance is that somebody opened and closed their mouth and said something at the wrong time, maybe a government meeting, but they haven't committed any act of aggression, then you're probably the bad guy. That video that I watched, there was aggression going on there. That was a very, that was not a simple demonstration. Certainly none of the demonstrations I ever took part in were so okay, bad so there was, there was that a, there was democracy act, there was didn't happen. What was, what, was the act of, what was the act of aggression? They literally stopped democracy from happening. Well, number one, that's a huge violation of the that's Constitution. A, that's a little, that's a little people were what get, was the act of aggression? Excuse me? All about yelling and screaming at people, yelling and screaming at people, telling people they're killing people. Speech, speech, jar- speech. I, no, speech, no, speech. no, no. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. You can't go into a room and disrupt it to the point that government cannot continue to work that we stopped democracy from occurring and we left this mass mob rule, shut it down and threaten people and they don't get held accountable for their behavior? Heck no. Heck, heck no. Are you sure we're, uh, are you sure we're, uh, we're living in a democracy in the United States? Well, if you want to go there, go ahead and you can go into your hole. You want to, you know, separate from the union and all of that crap. But the rest of us living in reality are going to accept <laughs> the fact that these are the laws and the rules that we got to live yeah, under. And way, if we want to change them, we do crap. so by lobbying our government appropriately, not going into a room screaming and yelling so people can't even talk to each other or have a vote or have a true democracy is to have that conversation. To have the discord, to have people making those comments in a responsible fashion. There's a time for public input. But you shout everything you, down you, uh, and you aggress you up, onto people up, violently. If I may, if I may, if I may. You brought up the idea of New Hampshire independence and said you were against it. Can you say why? I am against Resol- uh, dissolving the Union of the United States of America. I am a firm Why? believer. Why? 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 Oh, God, how many reasons do you want me to give you? <laughs> I don't believe we need to set up a, a border fence around the state of New Hampshire and start doing border checks on everybody coming over from Vermont to make sure they're not smuggling in some cheese. Give me a break. Yeah, I, don't believe it. I don't believe in that either. Well, that's what you've been setting run, up. You can't be an island nation and not have border control. You can't be an island nation. Where are your goods coming from? You don't manufacture anything here. Where's the food coming from? Well, now we're a foreign entity, so we're not covered under the federal government guidelines, which means we pay even more taxes because imported goods are taxed higher. So, so far, you've cost the state of New Hampshire all of its backup. Uh, We got no more people to come in and help us if there's a massive flood or an ice storm or... 
you know, the plague goes nuts or anything like that. Nope. That's all gone. We've got or mile coming, high borders. Is, you just literally turned our, our little state into. You literally turn our state into North Korea. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's, I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club, opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Well, did that happen in Estonia when they declared independence? I don't give a crap what happens in Estonia. I live in North America. I live in North America. Latvia? These United Lithuania. States of America. That's and, where I live. And when Quebec and when Quebec put it on the ballot, how much disruption did that cause? Quebec is still part of Canada, buddy. They didn't break off. They didn't make themselves an island in the middle of Canada. They're still are in Canada. Against, are you against New Hampshire residents being allowed to vote on the issue? Am I against New you're trying, in other words, you want to see us turned into a referendum state is where you're trying to go with that. I'm not necessarily opposed to referendums, to be quite honest. And I don't believe so that the citizens... Have, should we be able to have a referendum I believe on independence a small, in, in, in New Hampshire? Your small little peon group doesn't have the right to force your opinions on the rest of the state. Correct. And I correct. have little so doubt in my mind that if you put that not, on an actual ballot, stop, which would definitely be a huge amount of wasted money... The state of New Hampshire what, what would means, overwhelmingly decide to stay in the union. What, uh, what means are you willing to use to try and stop the referendum if, in fact, you're against it? I did not say that. I said I am in favor of referendums and that I would, I believe without a doubt that should it be put on the ballot and put to the people of this great state, we would stay in the United States of America. I believe the vast majority of New Hampshire would overwhelmingly vote to stay in the United States of America. Then how do you explain how do you explain the 71% approval of the of the amendment uh, on the union leaders poll last month? I didn't see that poll so I would need to read it and assess it before I give you an opinion on it. It is rather shocking. I would need to see the the language and the union leader clientele, certain selection of people, not everybody who buys the union leader will buy the Concord monitor and vice versa. That is not an accurate poll of the entire state when the vast majority of this state, approximately 70%, are independents, not Democrats, Again, not I Republicans. For, I, I salute you for engaging the idea as opposed to dismissing it. I don't dismiss the idea. And I would, and if, and if somebody, if we did have a referendum and it could go on the ballot, I would absolutely support that. Of course I would. I just believe in my heart of hearts and in my brain that the vast majority of the state would disapprove of such a a thing. And I think we would be better off with referendums than having to look for a constitutional amendment every time we want to do something. 
I do think it'd be kind of fun to have our own nukes, though. No, I don't want our own nukes. Okay. No. You can't no, have your own me nuke. neither. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fine. No nukes. <sighs> I told you I'd get you glow-in-the-dark paint. Can you just be happy with oh, that? I guess. Oi. Like, <laughs> anyway, that's what that's what's coming before committee in January or February. Okay. A constitutional it, amendment to put in a referendum on the ballot, uh, which would require two thirds of New Hampshireites to vote in favor of state independence. Now, if you want to talk about one that has a chance of passing, talk about the one that just passed that that's going through now on cannabis. There is an effort in the New Hampshire House to get cannabis on the ballot. By and bypass the governor by having if we can get it out of the house and out of the Senate, and the Senate's the tricky one, then it would go on the ballot next November for us as a people to decide whether or not cannabis should be legalized. Unfortunately, it has to be done in the form of a constitutional amendment because we live in New Hampshire and not Massachusetts where you can do a referendum. But that is a real thing that actually has yeah. a chance of passing. And if it does, we can bypass the governor and his veto pen. Mm-hmm. I mean, apparently he has no, he has every issue in the world about cannabis. He'll veto that next, every day coming. But he doesn't have any problem with forcing a woman to have an internal ultrasound done. Tell me how you can explain yeah. that veto pen, right? Right? Yeah. So yeah, that, I, can't. I, can't. I would talk about that one more. Follow that bill. Call in. Tell me how that bill's going. I want to hear that because I think that one actually has a chance of passing in the state of New York. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're doing that. The reason I focus on independence is because I think almost everything else, once you started to strike at the root, everything else starts to look like a branch. And the root of our cannabis problems is actually still our connection with Washington. That's actually a bigger problem than the state. And it's, and it's the root of yes and almost no. all of our other problems. Yes and no. You miss an important aspect. The state of New Hampshire is also inhibited when it comes to cannabis because we have a prohibitionist mentality in our laws and the way that our government is run. The Liquor Commission was formed completely out of prohibition and continues to have that power, prohibition powers, to control spirits in the state of New Hampshire. So uh, their thinking is to do the same thing with cannabis, which is why the medical cannabis bill in New Hampshire is the worst bill ever written for medical patients. Mm, yeah, it's bad. And I suspect, but I suspect, again, if we were independent of the central government of the United States, a lot of these problems would be reduced and would be easier to get through uh, our our cannabis liberalization and other things. Well, it's an interesting idea. <laughs> All right. Dave, anything else on your, we got to uh, go to a break in a moment. Anything else on your mind today? That is all. You want to learn more, go to nhexit.com. All right. And do you want to give the Riddler Report a plug? I've given enough URLs today, but thank you. (laughs) All right. Very good. (laughs) All right, Dave. Thank you for the call. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs> All right, that was Dave Ridley of the Ridley Report. Well, we are at the top of the hour, so we'll uh, we'll take a little break. I got to refill my water, and uh, we'll play a little song, and then we'll show some love to our sponsors to pay the bills and all of that. So uh, don't go away. Hour number two coming up.
Welcome back, everybody. We are well into our number two numero dos of Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, although it's wet and rainy downtown yeah. Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97, if you're in Manchester, streaming from WMNHradio.org. And on the Facebook, on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And, of course, you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, et cetera, et cetera. Also, hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online, Tomorrow Radio and AOW Radio. Today is Wednesday, October 27, 2021. And uh, the number to... Mm, no. And the number to call, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can text us at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook Live chat. But the best thing to do is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. And I will remind you that we are proudly sponsored by the Hop Knot on Elm. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have wine. They have trivia night hosted by the great Bill Cini every Thursday night. Make sure you register, make a reservation online for that because that fills up quickly. It is a very popular feature. They have live music on Friday night. They've got, uh, is it this Sunday they've got another uh, gender blender? Or is that? Uh, no, that's the 6th, November 6th. Oh, Okay, Sunday, November they 6th. have their Sunday brunch where they have the bucket of mimosas for $20. Lots of good food, lots of breakfast sandwiches that they don't serve during the week, which is a really nice change. And then, yes, November 6th, they're having a gender blender drag event that starts, I believe, at 10. Was that the sign I said? And runs to midnight. It was a 21-plus event on, uh, let me verify this, November 6th, yes. 10 p.m. to midnight, the gender blender drag show. Very good, very good. And uh, some uh, comments in the Facebook live chat while we were uh, in the last segment there. Uh, Nemi Jones uh, said, and I'll have to look at this more closely because I don't know much about this, but she commented in the chat. She said, captive audience doctrine is already addressed under case law, Snyder versus Phelps, Westboro case. I don't agree with Jenny. Uh, the protesters outside the laundry family's house in Florida, though, their neighbors shouldn't have to be dealing with that nonsense. Interesting. Yeah, it is. Like I said, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a double-edged sword. It's something I have a lot of mixed feelings about. I have a lot of mixed feelings about that myself. It's, it's right? complicated. Like, I don't want some strange dude walking through the governor's backyard with his two young daughters inside with a gun strap. Well, that's, that's private I'm property. I'm not crazy about that. I think we all agree on that. That's private property. Or, I mean, right, but on the street in front of his house, is that okay? Yeah. Is that okay? What if the kids, I mean, I don't even know if the kids were home alone when that happened. Uh, Melanie Melanie La Liberty from Vermont says, we are totally smuggling in cheese. Damn it. I'm going to have to alert the crew. I knew it would be you. She says, in my defense, your cheese sucks. She's probably right about that because when Vermont I go- Vermont cheese is way better. When I go to the store, I see the, the Vermont cheese. I never see New Hampshire cheese. This is true. Yeah. But we can we can definitely give them a run for their money on, on maple syrup. Right, right. Tom Blanchard, and I assume he was referring to uh, Dave Ridley, says, I'm pretty sure he kneels at the national anthem. <laughs> well, if he chooses I, to, I don't know, hold it against I got, him. I, I, got, I don't know. I got to, I got, I'm not against the kneeling thing, and I'm really not anymore. I'm I, not. I I'm do not think, at all. I think, it's, I think it's an okay way to do protest yeah. in a respectful manner. I do think he's vaccinated, though. He gave us clues 
You think so? He gave us two he clues. He talked to our, well, he didn't say if it was a real doctor or not. Oh, that's true. No, no, I think he is, though. He's a, a smart doctor. guy. He's a smart guy. True. Hi, welcome to Ish, Matt Connerton. Welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's Gary. Hey, Gary. Hi. How are you, my friend? Hi, Maddie. Hi, good. Jenny, my love, how are you? <laughs> nice and warm in my sweatshirt. Yeah, she wore oh, that uh, sweatshirt good. today. Yes. Yeah, I got my sweatshirt today. Um, oh, wow. Um, about that guy, Frank Staples. Yes. That, uh, <clears throat> that the, uh, the moonbeam was talking about before. <laughs> oh no. I like Dave Ridley. I, um, I disagree. Oh, no, I like the name. He, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's good for moonbeam. a laugh. So. Oh, okay. All right. But, um, that guy, Frank Staples tried to run for, uh, the war award for Alderman, I think. Oh, and he was on with the great Peter White one morning. Uh, Michael Gonzalez brought him upstairs, and he was sitting there, and uh, yeah, he was saying all this. Uh, he was going to be running for this and all that, and and other things, and uh, he didn't make it. So uh, yeah, he was out on bail when he did that. Oh, yeah. and. Uh, he didn't win or whatever, so he went. He was still outside, and uh, then they found out. I guess uh, the great Peter White found out about him and uh, said, "Well, make sure you lock the doors that he doesn't come in because he's like uh, he has mental problems. I guess he's he's got PS uh, whatever, you know." Okay. Well, and uh, yeah, he's not a, he's not a stable person, but uh, yeah, that's he go, he goes for a protest here and a protest there. But uh, yeah, good thing he's he he needs help, you know. Mm. All right. Well, he's, um, yeah, he's got some drug problems, I think, or whatever. What? Well, okay. So let me just interject and say what Gary is saying. Uh, are are Gary's uh, 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 what Gary is saying? <laughs> these are not. These do not reflect. I don't want you know because this is a local guy you're talking about. These do not reflect the views of this program or of WMNH. No, it doesn't. I, I know, no, I, know it doesn't. I know nothing uh, I know nothing about I the uh, Yeah, I know nothing about the person that Gary is talking about. This is Gary saying But you this. know what? I'm going to add Union Leader recent article. This is uh what do I got here? Uh from uh, March. Mm -hmm. He got arrested for criminal mischief because he was defacing all kinds of public property, stop signs, traffic signs, whatever, oh. and yeah. putting anti-mask yeah, and anti-things on the... Um, I was just uh, relaying... And what, they're not easy to get that crap and... off either, by the way. It doesn't just, like... Yeah. It doesn't just come right off. Yeah. But um, it, they're on camera. They're on camera doing this. And, uh, yeah, so dude didn't just go to a meeting and stand there. That's not what happened. Yeah, that's yeah. just my. It, yeah, it was just my opinion of what I had heard, and just wanted to uh, relay that out. And it's got nothing to do with the show, yeah. because Maddie didn't know who he is. I'll, I'll you know, I'll tell you that because, uh, yeah. you know, I think it's uh, weird when people make faces. Good show. So, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. This guy and makes weird just, faces yeah, in it his. It was uh, just a frightening thing that shots. happened with him, and. Uh, you know, he, he, like I said, he was on that morning show and it was kind of weird. And he was having a little problem on the morning show that I had heard because hmm. I heard the replay. And, but he was just trying to, you know, just trying to do a civic duty, trying to run for something. And, but he had other issues. And I'm sorry for him. I hope he gets some help. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 
we all, you know, we all have our problems and things, and we just need some help. Right, you know? right. Absolutely. Um, all right, Gary. Well, I think those are wise yeah, words. I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to say okay. that. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd meet Melanie at the, at the border. I like cabbage cheese, so. Cabot cheese. It has to be New York uh, extra sharp. Oh, yeah. I oh, like, those are good, too, yeah. If it's cheddar, it should I be. I love extra sharp. Yes, yeah. it should be extra sharp. And maybe we could, like, trade some crackers off or something at the border. Right. You know? <laughs> I say go sharp or go home. It's like uh, like I see That's at the, I see at the store, you know, they have the mild. That, you know, I, want that, I don't want that namby-pamby Swiss stuff. You know, no, that's uh, I like Swiss well, cheese. Swiss, all right, is, Swiss is okay. Or that brie, you know, the brie. The or, smelly uh, stuff. Don't think I've ever had it. I like that sharp. No. You know. Well, all this talk of there cheese. There was a place in Manchester called Kennedy's, and you used to be able to go in there. They had a barrel of pickles and a real sharp, sharp cheese. So my dad used to bring us down there. God rest his soul. We used to get a hunk of cheese and a couple of pickles there. Mm-hmm. But they don't have that anymore. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, tell Melanie I will, I will, I will, I will take that cheese. She you know, can, I, she can I don't want, you. I don't want, I don't, you know, I don't like the cheese around I can here. Hear. I like that, I like that Vermont cheese. Very good. I so. like Vermont extra sharp. All right. All right, Gary. Thank you. <laughs> thank yeah, you. extra sharp. Make sure it's yep. extra sharp. That's right. Yep. All right, but Gary. Yeah, I just want, yeah, I just wanted to tell you, you know, that's what I had read and what I heard. Okay, understood. You know, that's why he got arrested and stuff like that. So okay, and it's my opinion as mm-hmm. uh, you know, a person of Manchester, not yeah, uh, yeah. you know, not the uh, not the views of, of the show or anything. Right, right. All right, Gary. Thank you for the All call, right. my friend. We appreciate All right. it. Love you guys, and again, I really appreciated what you did the other night. So oh, yeah, oh, of course. We yeah, thank you very you. much. Love you both. All bye right, bye. love you, Gary. Bye bye. Love you too. Yeah, the other uh, the, the other day uh, when we were leaving, Gary, because uh, Gary had called a cab, yes. and uh, the, the cab still wasn't here, so we gave him a I ride know. home. Oh, it had been a while too. Yeah, yeah. You know, this guy's this guy is certainly no clean hand guy. I just found an article from 2015 yeah. where he was suing the state of New Hampshire's prison system over um, a beard, but he had been put in there because he had a a charge of felon in possession of a gun. So then he was a felon before that. This guy's got a history. Yeah. I mean, just throw him into a search engine in New Hampshire and look at all the articles on him. Yeah. yeah no clean hands there. I feel sorry. I'm not, I'm not feeling all that bad. Mm. Call me crazy. Well, uh, the line is open. Uh, 603-250-6007. 603-250-6007. You can also text us at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at MattConnerton.com. And, of course, you can uh, interact in the Facebook live chat, but we'd love you to call us at 603-250-6007. And uh, the other day, you know, we didn't get to it. You wanted to talk about uh, Pinktober? Yeah, yeah. We're coming up to the end of, of Pinktober. For those that don't uh, don't know, if you aren't aware, uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and I want to give my spiel and I want my gentlemen to please listen to me. Yes, I said men, men, men. One in about approximately one in 100,000 men will get breast cancer. They're often found when it's advanced and more difficult to fight. And it men die more. The, the amount of men who get breast cancer, more of them will die than survive as opposed to women. For whatever reason, even our own medical field, we don't talk enough about this. Men have breasts. You don't have milk dust. But you do have breast material just as women do. 
and you do get breast cancer. Things that you want to look out for are uh, like a lump. You should be checking your breasts. Men, or call them pecs. If you want to call them pecs, call them pecs. There's videos online. You can look at the Male Breast Cancer Coalition and find more information there. Message me. I'll get you more information. But some of the key things to look out men is to have a lump in the breast area or underneath your arm, and you do want to feel under there as well, to notice if your nipple is starting to invert or kind of go back into itself, if there's any kind of discharge coming from the nipple, or you have some kind of a rash that just doesn't want to go away, might even be accompanied by some fatigue. These are just a few off the top. But men do get breast cancer, and they die from breast cancer, and we want to keep our men alive, and we want to save more lives. We need to talk about male breast cancer. We talk about women all day long, every day when it's Pinktober, and I'm a a breast cancer survivor myself. But the men in my community surprised me, and I worked in medicine, and I was ignorant to the amount of men that get breast cancer until it affected me, and I found men in my support groups. And one of my friends is a male breast cancer survivor, is a nurse, and he was found at that it had advanced enough that he had to have chemo and radiation done as Mm -hmm. well as a full mastectomy. That's what they do on men too. Mm -hmm. They do a full mastectomy. So it's really important to get that message out there, share that message, your dad, your brother, your grandpa, your cousin, you know, share that message. If you have breast cancer in your family, it can be passed down to men. Genetically, men can be tested for BRCA1 and 2. You hear about that with women in breast cancer, the genetics of BRCA1 and 2 increasing risk of breast cancer, same thing for men. You can have that same gene mutation. There are a lot of genetic things that can happen that can put breast cancer in your family. If your mom or your grandma had it and you're a man, you should be checking yourself. You should be talking to your doctor and making sure that you're keeping an eye on yourself if you've got that first degree relative that's got it as well. So I just really want to share that message out. Every October, I hope that somebody hears me and somebody gets checked. If you're a woman and you've been procrastinating on getting your mammogram, please do it. I had my mammogram when I was 42 years old on my 42nd birthday. And that's how my cancer was found. And I was lucky. I had a full mastectomy. I got cancer free. I was lucky. A lot of people don't get that chance. But the earlier we can detect and treat you, the greater your chance of survival. So please take a few minutes, check your breasts. Feel around in the shower, talk to your doctors, be aware, and don't be shy, men. You're very important, and we don't want to lose you to breast cancer. Oh, very good. Very good. All right. Um, 603-250-6007 is the number, 603-250-6007. By the way, a bit of a third rail has uh, popped up here. So uh, Tom in the chat room says, uh, Jenny, I'm disappointed because you seem to think kneeling at the National Anthem uh, to me, is kind of a slap in the face uh, to our uh, veterans who no. served our country. No, my, my grandfather is in the Marines for 30 years, and his name is on Harmon Wall at Norwich University. I very much love my military. I, myself, tried to enlist but could not enlist because I had endometriosis. I believe that people have the right to protest their government, and that's what that flag means, and that's what our Constitution means. If you silently kneel... Because you're at a discord with, and and we have a serious problem going on in our country. We can't ignore the fact that our judiciary system murders our minority groups and takes a pass on a lot of us whites. And that's just the truth. Mm -hmm. If somebody politely kneels, I respect that because they're not disrupting my flag. 
They're not disrupting the national anthem. They're not preventing anybody else from putting their hand over their heart or giving a salute. They are silently saying that they don't feel equal in our country, that they don't feel that that flag is equally applied to them. That kneeling to me is saying they want to be equals in our country, but they feel unequal because they are unequally prosecuted and lives destroyed. And we can't ignore that. For someone to respectfully protest, I agree. I staged a sit-in in a finance group once with a bunch of people, and we sat quietly. We didn't disrupt the meeting, but we made sure they knew that we were there and our protest was recorded. We didn't go in there screaming and yelling and stomping signs around and disrupt anything. So, yes, if somebody wants to kneel in protest, I respect that ability because that's exactly what my grandfather fought for, their right to choose to protest in their own government. That's what makes this country better than most countries because you can say something about your government. In other countries, they murder people for that. We need to hold on to that. We need to show other countries how you can have discord without murder. Dissent is the essence of patriotism. Yep. And it's um, it's nonviolent. Yeah, Tom, Tom followed up in the chat. He said, find a, a different way to protest. Well, it, it's not... The point of protest is not to make you comfortable with uh, how the protest exactly. is occurring. You know, protest if it doesn't make if it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, then they're not drawing attention to whatever it is they're protesting about. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable. But you know what? If we change these laws, Tom, nobody's going to be protesting. If we have equality in the judiciary system, there won't be a need for it. So why don't we work towards satisfying the reason to have a protest? Well, I remember when the Kaepernick. Uh, controversy first started and then other NFL players started participating also there were a lot of veterans who uh, I mean obviously a lot of veterans didn't like it but there were also a lot of veterans who said this is what I fought for I fought for their freedom to do that and they're doing it nonviolently, and it's a beautiful thing yeah you know or or some veterans who said you know what I don't think it's a beautiful thing and I hate it but I fought for their freedom to do it, whether I like it or not. So there's a lot of veterans who took a very nuanced and sophisticated view on it that I, I happen to agree with. You know, I always say if you really love your country, you should speak up when you see things wrong with it. I don't buy that whole my country right or wrong thing. I love my country. I love my country so much that if somebody in my country feels that something is wrong or there's inequality or they feel like there's something that they need to speak up about, I want them to speak up about it because I want my country to be the best that it can be and to just sit back and say, oh, well, good, it's good enough. you know. And I always, uh, I, the analogy that I like to use, and I don't have any children of my own, but you know, if you have a child and your child is doing something wrong or isn't behaving appropriately in your view, you may have to discipline your child because you want to correct the behavior. You don't just say, oh, well, that's my child. I don't want my child or I don't want anyone else to think that I don't, don't love my child. So I'm just going to blindly be fine with whatever my kid does. No, you want your kid to be the best that they can be. Um, it's the same thing with, the, you know, it takes a lot to offend me. But if someone does, and by the way, Tom has never said this. I, I don't think anyone has said this to me in a long time. But in the past, I have had people say to me, you know, oh, Matt, you you don't, uh, you know, you don't agree with uh, conservatives on this or whatever. Well, you're just not a patriot. It's like, no, I, I, I don't love my country any less than you do. I'm no less patriotic than you. I just happen to disagree on some things. I remember I remember running into that a lot 20 years ago when uh, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When um, after 9-11, when Bush was taking us into, uh, into Afghanistan and then in Iraq, there was a lot of this um, narrative on you know places like Fox News and conservative talk radio, certainly there was this narrative that if you don't support the war, then that means you don't support the troops, and that means you're not a real patriot, and you're with the terrorists. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I, I really I, I resented that so much, and I would tell people all the time, not supporting the wars is supporting the troops. I love my country so much, I don't want our troops put in harm's way because of a very bad idea. Um, you know, I want to protect our troops and I want our troops uh, only to be used when absolutely necessary, uh, you know, because of our, our national interests and, and defense. Um, but, you know, but there are, are under this president, who knows? But there are people who, you know, now you've got people who, well, you know, if you're not completely uh, dedicated and completely in love with Donald Trump, then obviously you hate your country. There's a lot of that out there now. And it's like, no. I love my country, and I think Trump's a bad guy, and I don't want a bad guy running the country. Sorry, but I'm no less patriotic than you for that. So um, so I think protest is a beautiful thing. When I hear someone say, like Tom said, find a different way to protest, it's not incumbent on the protester to do that. And I just I think back, I, I, I'm quite sure that when Rosa Parks was refusing to sit in the back of the bus, I have no doubt that there were people who said to her, yeah, we, we get it, Rosa, but do you really have to do this here? Can't you go find an, an abandoned cable car somewhere in a field where no one's going to see you and sit in the front of that? Do you about, really have to sit in front of, you know, in front of the city bus? You're making us uncomfortable. There was a thing on the news today that I was watching that was about New England. Yeah, I think it was yeah. a Woolworths in New Hampshire that black men did a protest and sat down at the whites only Woolworths counter. Mm-hmm. Should they have not? Discord, well, if a discord isn't uncomfortable, then nothing will ever change. Given the attitude, given the attitude of some people, they probably shouldn't have because, oh my God, my my beautiful white children are going to see that. And what are they going to think? I would much <laughs> yeah, rather you know? see somebody doing a sit-in peacefully like these guys are doing than, you know, looting or having a, right. a, a yelling or screaming or killing people. They're having the kind of protest that Martin Luther King would have joined. Yeah. Yeah. We have a call. Hello? Oh, I think I, uh... Nemi is talking about racial equality. Nemi in the chat room points out it was a veteran who convinced Colin Kaepernick to kneel. Now that I didn't know. Yeah. That I did not know. Because Kaepernick, you know, before he went, he really went into that, uh, in, into his uh, protest, he actually consulted with people and he talked to veterans about what would be appropriate and what would not be, because it was not his intention to uh, to be, uh, you know, perceived as unpatriotic. That, was, that wasn't what he was trying to do. Do you, you remember that show? Um, well, you know, the show, uh, What Would You Do? That I watch sometimes, that oh, show, by, What Would You Do? By the way, Nemi clarifies, he had been just sitting on the bench during the anthem instead oh, of standing. Oh, okay. But, uh, I think the kneeling is appropriate. Yeah. But there's a there's a TV show that's called What Would You Do, where they, they set up things and they see how people around will react. And they get a guy 
to go into a um, a gas station and dressed as a Muslim and have the cashier start yelling at him, you know, what are you doing in here? You know, you should go back to your own country, yada, and get really nasty with him because he was a Muslim. And no lie, there was a veteran that had come into the store. Dude was in his gear. And he gets, and he's a first step back, and then he hears what's going on. He steps in, and he shuts the guy down. He said, I fought for this. Because the guy looks at him and goes, you're, you're in the military. You should be on my side. We need these people to go away. And he's like, no, no. This is what I'm in the, this is what I'm in. I'm in the military. He's here. He deserves to be treated. Just like every other citizen mm-hmm. in this country, every other human being in this country, he deserves to be treated with respect. And that's what I fought to bring. And I thought it was really powerful that it was a veteran that actually stepped in in this situation. Yeah. But, you know, some of these ones they do, and there'll be somebody go behind them, like, flipping them the okay sign and saying, I'm with you. And then they walk out. But racism is still alive and well in the United States. That's for dang sure. Um, and that's what this is. It's racism when you go that far. Um, and Mir- it's, I'm sorry, but I wanted to clarify it. We don't give people of color the same equality in law that we do white people. And that is why this man is kneeling. For all the black men that are in jail. Because they were treated unfairly in the court system compared to a white person. I mean, you and I have talked about this a ton. Right. Um, Miriam in the uh, chat room says, yes, I agree, Jenny. Kneeling is appropriate. Nonviolent protest. Um, What's wrong with that? Kneeling, sit-ins, sit-ins. What's wrong with that's the kind of thing that we've tried to teach other company, countries, I thought. I thought that we were trying to teach other people to do that. Uh, Nemi says freedom of expression and conscience were exactly the freedoms veterans have purportedly been fighting for. No? Yes, I agree. Um, and she said, uh, I've seen people remain seated who get loudly berated for or physically attacked. Quakers, witnesses, fake idols much? Yikes. Oh, um, yeah, Quakers. No idolism. Yeah. Scott Robinson said so. Jehovah's when, Witnesses don't do it either. Scott Robinson said so when Kaepernick wore the pig socks, that was appropriate? Uh, I didn't even know about that, I don't that, know anything about his socks, and why do you? I, I Googled it uh, quickly because I, I, I didn't even remember hearing about this, but it says, uh, this is from the LA Times. This is 2016. Colin Kaepernick uh, made more news Thursday when photos of him wearing socks with pictures of pigs dressed like police officers began attracting attention. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers quarterback addressed the situation with an Instagram post later in the morning, said, I wore those socks in the past because the rogue cops that are allowed to hold positions in police departments, not only put the community in danger, but also put the cops. Okay, so in other words, he, so he goes on to say he, he wore that, uh, that was about rogue cops. But, you know. Uh, everybody zeroed in on those socks, boy. Yeah. Well, Ooh, he wore socks. Well, I, I don't think that was probably. Come on. Uh, knowing about it now, I didn't even know about that at the time. Knowing about it now, I don't think that that was probably very smart because I do think that that, gave his uh probably gave some enemies his ammunition uh some ammunition against him but at the end of the day it really doesn't matter what i think i i support his right to protest again it doesn't whether it makes me uncomfortable or not whether i agree with it or not that is not the point he has something that he's protesting about he has a concern that he is peacefully protesting about and that's the key word there peaceful protest yeah peaceful He's not doing something terrible. He's not showing children terrible things. He's simply kneeling. I mean, how much more peaceful can a protest get than to kneel down with people around you? Right. 
DJ Midas is in the chat. DJ Midas, of course, host of Late Night Delight, which you can hear every Saturday and Sunday night uh, from 12 midnight to 4 a.m. here on WMNH. He says, storming the Capitol, fine, kneeling during a game, horrible uh, uh, GOP logic. <laughs> uh, st- yeah, really. Storming the Capitol, not fine. Uh, killing Capitol Police, not okay. Yeah. There was another guy that just got put in jail, um, finally, for pepper spraying a cop. Like, it's on the video. You can see him pepper spraying the cop, and he's like, I didn't name it at him. Really? At the Capitol 6. He's like, yeah. I didn't name it at him. Really? Really, dude? We can all see the video. Yeah. These people who who went in there acting like they're the holier-than-now constitutionalists, and they violated the Constitution every which way but loose in there they defiled every they violated everything they stopped the democratic process yeah you're constitutional all right yeah well they're not exactly uh, those folks aren't exactly deep thinkers maybe they're finaling china's constitution (laughs) yeah they like china we have a call hi welcome to matt connerton unleashed who's this Hey, it's Charles. What's up, guys? Charles hey. Charles Richardson from the Florida is the Sunshine State, correct? What's that? Is Florida the Sunshine State? Do I have that right? Unfortunately, yes. Ch- Charles Richardson from, unfortunately? from the Sunshine State of Florida and the Charles Richardson Show. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. It shouldn't be just called the Sunshine State. It should be called the Sunshine Heat Humidity State for 98% of the year. That's what it should be called. Well, that might not look as good on a travel uh, travel brochure. Might be the issue there. No, but at least it's the truth. <laughs> yes. No bird so, land. What's going on, Charles? I am so looking I'm so looking forward to next year. We're going to get out of here for at least a week. But anyway, oh. the reason I was calling is about the the peaceful protest, the kneeling before the flag. So I want to have an open debate with you guys. Sure. Okay, so kneeling before the flag is not disrespectful. I originally thought it was. I'm over here thinking, you're kneeling before a flag, you're basically showing disrespect for their country, for our beliefs, for our rights and everything. Like, you know, basically spitting in the soldier's face. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, But you guys say it's not. Now, storming the Capitol, some people say, I I think that's BS. I think that's, you know, you storm the Capitol, you committed a crime. Yes. I don't care what your your intentions are. But where does it go from here? Because remember, way back in the day, burning the flag apparently was considered A-OK. What is that? Is that OK? Is that not OK? I mean, well, what is... Yeah. Because we have such a divide that saying kneeling before the flag is 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 not protesting. It's, it's wrong, and some people say it's right. There's such a divide on here. I, I want to get your opinion on... How far does it go? Well, I would say, and it seems like the flag burning comes up again uh, every five, six, seven years. And I remember that being a big deal uh, when I was a kid. I remember in the 80s was the first time I ever became aware of that. And I remember my dad's opinion on it may have changed because his politics has changed. But I remember what my mom said about it because there was a push at the time to... Uh, actually have a constitutional amendment to outlaw flag burning. And I remember my mother saying to me that the idea of putting uh, a clause 
banning a form of expression into the very document that is supposed to guarantee our freedom. That's Twilight Zone stuff. Those were her exact words to me. I'll never forget that. My personal view on it is this. I don't like to see that. I don't like seeing someone burning the American flag. I love my country. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I think. It doesn't matter if I'm comfortable with it. It doesn't matter if I hate it. That's not the point. It's That's freedom of expression. They have a First Amendment right, which is why we'll never actually see a constitutional amendment on the matter. They have a First Amendment right to burn the flag. I don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. Nobody has to like it. But they have a right to do it if they want to express that as their view. Uh, you know, they again, protest is not... The idea of protest is not for us all to be comfortable with it. So that's that's how I see it. And the courts have ruled that it's called symbolic speech. Yeah, it's constitutionally so it's, it's, protected. Right. And that was just it did go to the courts and it was called symbolic speech. Yeah. So it's been unless we want to go back through the whole Supreme Court thing and try and change that. But then we would have to be taking this object, the flag and idolatizing it in a way that's even worse. That will really throw an upset into the Christian groups. Because you're not supposed to be having an idol of things. Yeah. If you put that in the Constitution like that, you're changing it. Right. It's right. not just the, a simple flag anymore. It's even more. Yeah. And religiously, I could see that being an issue. What do you think, Charles? How do you feel about it? Well, I, I think flag burn, I think it's pathetic. I mean, again, that's my view on it. I think it's, it's, a, it's a complete slap in the face. I think when... Before sporting event, or whenever time the national anthem is played, you're told, please rise and, re and remove your caps. Mm -hmm. Not get down on one knee and, you know, don't look at anything. Would you rather they stayed so, seated? It, what's that, Jenny? Would you rather they stayed seated and didn't kneel? Because I, I personally think staying yeah, seated I would, I would is more disrespectful. Disrespect too, but, See, I'm with you there. No, I don't believe I, in burning I it. I don't believe in letting a, it touch I, the ground. But, yeah. I, I see it. I see it's understandable that listen, we're given the right to do what we want to do to to express ourselves in th in that type of nature. It's it's just I, I find that at that moment in time, I, I think you should at least appreciate the country for what it is. If you want to protest, okay, do it do it some other time. But I think at that point in time when the song is played and whoever's singing it, that's the time to go ahead and salute and and show respect to to the flag to to the nation. Um, if you have something that's going on, I can almost guarantee that if if the the if Washington is is behind it, chances are it's it's being handled or it's being dealt with or uh, you got other people that can go ahead and hold rallies without this public display. Well, now we have everything is Black Lives Matter, everything's erase hate and everything like that. Not to say that. There's still hate. There's always going to be hate against it, sadly. As much as I'd love to see it, everybody go ahead and hold hands and sing Kumbaya, it's always going to happen. It's to go ahead and make the, levy, the, the playing field level. And if that's what Colin Kaepernick was kneeling about, then so be it. I still, to this day, don't even know what he was kneeling about. To this day. Police brutality. I have no idea what he was If kneeling. you look at police statistics, if you look at the statistics across the United States anywhere, minorities are an enormous number of those who are getting arrested and put into jail. You take a white kid and a black kid, put them up in front of a judge, and they each got a joint. The black kid stands a nine out of 10 shot of going to jail. The white kid gets a pass or gets a probation or something. 
our our judiciary mm. system is based on a system that was written for slavery times and for times when women did not have any rights. A lot it, when when separate but equal was happening, women couldn't own property. There are a lot of these laws that were created by sorry white men who decided what the rules were going to be. A lot of our laws, especially our gun control laws, were specifically put in place to disenfranchise people of color from being able to protect themselves. And there's, there's definite right. evidence to show that. With, when, when a right-wing person flies the American flag upside down, the same people that say burning the flag is a sin are the same people that are sitting there flying the American flag upside down. And then that's equally yeah. disrespectful in my book. You know, like you said, Matt, back to the beginning, when you go ahead and do a protest, it's not to make everybody comfortable. It's going to go ahead and irritate, harass, or, or, or just make people, you know, kind of like, Ugh. Yeah, but do you get what when, he's uh, looking for, that. though? Like, real lives, real people are dying in our prisons, and they're inordinately people of color. He's trying to say we need to change the laws to have real equality in our judiciary system. And that we can change. Or we can be what you said and just accept it because that's just the way that it is. Well, I don't think that's what I don't think that's what you're saying. No, 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 no. I'm I'm not at all saying accept what is wrong. I mean, yes, I, I agree with you, Jenny. These laws were written back when people owned slaves, and now it's like, but you have the, the one thing I'm trying to say is is we want to try to equal the playing field as much as possible. We know it's not happening overnight or or or, or quickly. Mm-hmm. It's it should have done been done already, but it's not because of these people that still believe in those laws. Then what would you have them do? What is your view of how they can stand up and say we need judiciary reform? See, the thing is, it's, it could go as simply as two people of opposite races going up against each other for the same job. How are we going to prove it? Okay, the interview. The white person gets the job. All right. Oh, this time the, the the black guy gets the job, or the black woman gets the job, or 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 somebody of of uh, of another another race gets it. It's it's you're never going to be able when to prove it. When we catch it, it we have thing. to hold them accountable. Prove it until unless there is a huge swing, literally huge swing, meaning the whites are the minority. That's the only thing that's going you're going to see when everything's rested is when the white uh, Caucasian people are minorities. Well, I think though that's what I feel, we, that's what I feel people who are Caucasian happen. are more responsible for standing up in the face of of racism and disproportionate laws than anybody else. I, a big a big part of this uh, is the, you know the piece about um, and I think this is what people get very concerned with and what I'm certainly concerned with is you know to to kind of use the example that Jenny used earlier. I know that and there's plenty of data and statistics that that can demonstrate this. So the data is there. You know, if I, as a white person, get caught with something that our elected lawgivers and overlords have declared that I'm not supposed to have, and a person of color, exact same situation, all things being equal, just they happen to be a person of color, they get caught with that same thing. What happens to me is likely to be much more favorable in the criminal justice system than what happens to them. And uh, that is that is something to be concerned about, and that's why 
you know, when Kaepernick and others, you know, they advocate for criminal justice reform. And Trump, I, you know, I rarely uh, say anything nice about Trump, but Trump did sign the First Step Act into law, which I give him yes. great credit for. And that was a beginning, but it was only a beginning. Personally, I want to end yeah. I want to end the drug war, because if you remove the drug war from everything, then I think uh, a lot of this becomes much more clear and, and we can really sort this out much more effectively. But unfortunately, there's very few people like me who will say that should be the first step in all of this. But that's actually what I would like to do next is end the drug war. Stop putting people in prison for narcotics. Start treating addicts uh, like uh, like people who need medical help rather than criminals. And then I think I think part of this goes away. And I think it would be fascinating to see how much of this goes away, this unequal treatment of minorities in the criminal justice system, if once you remove the drug war, from the uh, from the equation, that's that's where I am on but it. But minority discrimination yeah. doesn't just stop there either. I mean, right? I, there was a recent news program on where they showed how a black couple trying to sell their home wasn't getting the right kind of offers and things weren't happening for them, so they de-blacked their home. They took down the family pictures and things that were obvious, and and the home suddenly was more sellable. If you find oh, wow. a real estate agent, yeah, real deal here. If you if you have a real estate agent like that, or you know somebody that's like that, it's up to us to stand up and point that out and shut them down. Because if we give them a pass, if we go, well, they're just that way, and we let it occur, then we're contributing to that, to that racism that's occurring. We have to be, we as white people, I mean, need to stand up and say, hey, not okay that you said that or not okay that you did that. Or John Q real estate agent told them to take down their family pitches because they're black. You know what I mean? Like We need to hold each other accountable if we're going to ever have this change. It's more than just criminal justice. It's societal change. And that's not going to happen until we white people hold ourselves accountable and each other instead of giving people passes. And, and you know what? One big, one big cr criminal I find is the media. I find the media criminal in, yep. in this because they don't, t they don't go ahead and report stuff like that, like the homes being devalued because a black family was living. Actually, in there. I they did see that on a news network. Like I have that. to admit, it was ABC. They, they'll go ahead and report uh, oh, the, the 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 killing of somebody uh, wrongfully because of body armor, but they won't go ahead and 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 promote any of this. Well, I mean, I personally, I don't like talking about the media as, as a monolith. You know, there's there's different uh, there's many different elements to media. And and I've seen those stories, too, that Jenny was talking about in the media. Yeah, so, it was a news program that I saw. So there, there there is some some media reporting on that kind of thing, but probably not enough. Probably not enough, Charles. Yeah. So I, I do agree with you there. That's, yeah, that's that's what I mean. I'm thinking we need we all need to go ahead and. We all need to go ahead and, and do a little bit more. I mean, you, me, but everybody. You brought up Agreed. the example of an employer and doing their hiring practices based on the tone of someone's skin. If you knew of an employer like that, then that would be a situation where you, the American citizen, should be standing up for the constitutional rights of other citizens and, and outing them. There's something to be yeah. said for outing these people. Yep. Name and shame. Yep. And that's the only way we're right. going to make them the, the best, my, the the smallest minority possible oh anyway i'm gonna let you guys go i know it's close to the top of the hour you guys have a good one charles that was a great call thank you so much do you want to plug your show before you go because you're on tonight uh yeah actually a couple things so tonight of course is uh my show seven to nine on ipmnation.com make sure you tune in but more importantly 
Friday show, Friday, 7 to 9, we're having a Halloween costume contest. Now, there is money involved. A $50 Visa gift card goes for the winner of the adult costume, and I got a $20 bag of candy for your kid if you if he or she wins. <laughs> oh. So you want to submit your photo, find me on Facebook, go to the Charles Richardson Show uh, Facebook page, submit a private message, email me, rawtalkonline at yahoo.com. Um, if, uh, could I rely on you guys to take some if they don't, they can't find me? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah. We'll, t- we'll, so, we'll put you right in the right go direction. Go ahead and private message Jenny or Matt with the picture. They'll forward it to me. We're going to vote live on the air on Friday. Me, Loud, Karen, and Alyssa all cool. going to vote. Winner gets $50, a $50 gift card. Are you guys dressing up? Oh, yeah. Cool. No. I am going to be Shrek and Fiona. DJ ah! Loud has already put in. He's a homeless hockey player. And um, <laughs> we don't know what Karen is yet. All right. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Very good. Very good. All right, Charles. Yep. Thank you for the call, my friend. Great call, and have a great show tonight. Thank you. All right. You Bye-bye. got it. Bye-bye. All right, that was Charles Richardson from the Charles Richardson Show in the sunshine and humidity and rain and uh, whatever else there was. Yes, the snowbird, the land. snowbirders. Yes, it's the land of snowbirds. Yes. Yeah, uh, people absolutely. from here are going to be getting ready for that now. It's about that time of year. Yes. Usually yes. right around Thanksgiving, all of the certain group of people from New Hampshire suddenly vacate to Florida because they're afraid of the snow. No, uh, they want to get away from the cold. Well, if you want to get in with a very, very quick call, uh, call very, very quickly. 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007, because we are just about out of time. Um, but, I'm kind of uh, cool on the idea of getting rid of all these idols anyway, don't you think? Yeah. Like, not just the flag, they talk about the statues. Let's, why do we idolize? Let's, let's just get rid of the idols. Right. You know? Right. I want to replace it all with art. Yes. Art's better. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, before we go, uh, tomorrow on the show, we will be joined in studio by Sepsis. The, oh, the band, yay! The band Sepsis comes in tomorrow, award-winning. Yes, yes. And, uh, and tomorrow's Thursday, so maybe Christian Lacoste will be here, too. He's not. He doesn't make it every Thursday, but he might be here. But, I got uh, to vote for Sepsis. But looking forward to uh, having Sepsis in studio with yay! us. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, it's Tony. I don't. I usually don't call twice, but I wanted to let you know. I talked to my union rep. Yes, fifty-two people are against the vaccine. Fifty-two. Okay. Fifty-two. So yeah, but that doesn't say how many will actually quit, though. When it comes right down to the wire, how many of those fifty-two aren't going to go away? That's what'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I bet yeah. you it's not a yeah. solid fifty-two. So, yeah, we'll see. Keep we'll us posted, see. though. It'd be interesting to see how this washes yeah. out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That- Definitely. Yep. So 52. 52. That's where it stands. (laughs) All right. Very good. A deck of cards. That's how I remember. It's a deck of cards. (laughs) All right, Tony. Thanks. Take care. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. I thought that was smart of me. Yes. Yes. Deck of cards. 52. I I wouldn't know. I've never really played cards. 52 pickup. Ha ha ha. I never. never, 52 cards. No. I've never played it. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, we are about out of time. If you missed any part of today's show, it will be up in just a little bit at mattconnerton.com and, of course, wmnhradio.org. And, uh, yeah, Sepsis here with us tomorrow. Uh, we'll see if Christian wants to come in as well. Like I said, sometimes he's able to come in with me on Thursday. And I have a feeling he might be posting a video later. Uh, I heard a few people might be doing different things. Mm. And I, of course, have my ruminations on The Mighty. You can find me there as a contributing writer. Or you can go to jencoffee.com and find it there, as well as some paintings. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. and uh, Play us out.
out. I will. Uh, I'll talk to y'all a little bit later. Huh? <laughs> we'll, we'll play this. Take care, everybody. <laughs>